Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is May 30th. One more day, and we are on June 1st on Saturday, but boy, we're going strong. And today's show, before we get to it, yesterday's show just blew up. Like, I don't know if it was during or after, but it had just this spike of listens, which tells me that on top of the normal, um, that we're really hungry to know more and to find solutions that work, that don't put us in a place where we have to be so angry or so worried of somebody we love, but to have different kinds of exit strategies. The renewal contract was something people wrote me about and were saying, gosh, I never thought of it. But wow, you know, that keeps us close to doing our best, not just letting everything go. But it also eliminates the need for divorce the way we know it. It will just be a matter of we renewed our contract or we renewed our intentions as opposed to waiting, 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 things blow up, you're all angry, all of a sudden you have to demonize the other person, and it goes on and on and on. We've all seen it. We all know it. It doesn't need to be explained any further. But all these alternatives, you know, we're working as a group of people to find ways that make sense. Because what's happening as we evolve is we don't just outgrow one thing. We outgrow everything. And when Christ said that everything's a million baby steps, you can bet. You can bet that everything is a million baby steps just for this one big change, this one big evolution. And we're trying to figure all that out. We're, I think, doing a pretty darn good job. The fact that we're even thinking about alternatives, not just in marriage and everything, how we live, why we live. I see a lot of millennials who are happy. They're not married. They don't have children. It doesn't mean marriage and children are bad. But in bigger cities, they can't afford it. So they're not putting themselves in greater risk and putting themselves in a situation that's going to be stressful no matter who the two people are, unless they can afford to live in that world. It's been really interesting because the people who have a lot of money are the people who worked when times were not as expensive and saved or purchased real estate and then repurchased and grew that way. But the younger people, they're, they're, they're different as a breed of how they think, what they want, why they want it. They're not real big rat racers. 
So it's been interesting. So we'll see where this goes. But anyways, thank you for all of your feedback because I love hearing all the different ideas. It's just, you know, food for my brain. So I have a bunch of dreams, so I better get on it. Uh, My first dreams are from Chris Kip Woods, and he says, I had a dream that I was standing in a kitchen, and my mother was at the kitchen sink with a tall woman standing behind her. Another woman appeared beside me and put her hand on the back of my neck. All that is is a lot of feminine energy in a feminine place. Kitchens, I know even though there's men that are great cooks and all that has nothing to do with cooking, kitchens are associated with moms. Everyone goes in, where are you going to find your mom in the house? Probably in the kitchen, even if she's not cooking. She may have a desk, she may be sitting at the table, she may be cleaning, but she's probably in the kitchen. And they, when you have a dream where your mom's at the sink, she's doing what people do in a kitchen, and another woman standing behind her, almost like a protection, and then another woman appeared beside you and put her hand on the back of your neck. Just all feminine energy, and it could be that you're craving it or that you need to be around it more because sometimes we need that kind of love because mothers are looked at, for the most part, as support for their children. And to be in a kitchen that's being at home, that's being supported, it's like a normal day in the life of. So just craving the mother's love or needing mom's love. But then you have another dream and you say, um, I had a dream this morning that two gunmen kidnapped me and put me in a car. I was in America because Chris lives in Ireland. I was talking to them and telling them I have created a new style in songwriting. They drove me to their gang's hideout. I was with them on a balcony looking down at the gang in the yard when I recognized the leader, and he was the the actor Bradley Cooper, who starred in a hit movie, A Star is Born, with Lady Gaga and his wife. In the movie, he was a famous singer and an alcoholic who took his own life at the end of the movie. I shouted down from the balcony, I know you, and was on stage with you eight years ago. He shouted up that he remembered me. The gunman then said, in a surprise, he knows the president, our leader. He then gave me a hug and was not going to shoot as I knew their leader. That's it, and thank you. So there's a few things going on in that dream. One very dramatic. You get kidnapped and now, you know, you're in America and you're kidnapped and, you know, they're taking you out to their hideout, but you're still talking about your music. You're trying to ease or build the bridge with your music. They don't seem to care. They're still going to take you and they're going to shoot you in your mind, in your dream. And then you go and you notice an actor who also has issues with alcohol, but he took his own life. But the biggest thing is, is that you knew it was a movie in your dream. So interesting. So, but you know, he's an actor. So now he's a person and you actually worked with him in your dream that, oh, he remembered you. And now you got saved because of favor. Someone knew you. Just like your kitchen. Warmth, love, caring. 
care you were going to get killed, but there was warmth and love and caring, even though it was from a gang that saved you. Now, I want you to think about what you need in life. Warmth, love, and caring. We all need it. But both of your dreams were of favor to you that people are around you. They can help you. They exist. They don't have to be a movie star and save you, save your life. But really, you have a lot going on around you that can support you and to use that. Not to let it go, not to say I'm alone, not to say I don't have people around me because when we do that, we isolate. And when we isolate, which is the hardest part of everything because you know, isolation is ego's way of putting us in these thoughts that make us feel like we can't go on. We can't do this. I want to die. If I die, then everyone will know I'm serious. If I, if I suffer, and I'm suffering, I'm suffering, nobody cares about me. That's all the ego. And these dreams are telling you there's people around. And you may think everybody wants to hurt you, but there's love. You have to put yourself in the place where you can be a part of that love. It's really hard in life when love isn't running our show. Really hard. And sometimes we're the ones who push it away. We're the ones who say it's not there. We're the ones who say nobody cares. But just know what to ask of yourself, and that is to allow yourself to be a part of your own life, help yourself, and know that people are there to support you or help you if you need it. But you have to really try on your end. So just know that. Just know there's support. Okay, I have next dream, Maureen Cook. Hi, I had a dream last Thursday, and in the dream, my whole front yard and driveway was being dug up and renovated. I was looking at it from the neighbor's house because I could not get in my driveway. Then I'm looking at the finished yard, and it was really cool. There was a big, rustic, solid wood fence put up. It kind of looked like the fences to keep horses in. And on the yard was a big flat rock put in the ground. I really liked it, but I was thinking, how will I pay for this? I did not okay this. Then I was in the basement to have a shower, and I could see from the dirt in the shower that the contractor had been in there before me. While I was in the shower, I talked to the contractor, who all of a sudden was in the other room. And in response to me thinking or saying, how will I pay for this? We did not discuss it. He told me that it was in the neighborhood and thought I would like, he was in the neighborhood and thought I would like it. So that's it. It felt like a nice dream. I was really surprised with the new look of the yard. I did not plan it, yet I really liked it. 
The house in the dream was a house I live in in real life, although in real life my basement does not have a shower. Also, the contractor in my dream was the same contractor that did renovate my house years ago. Thanks, Nadia. I hope you have time for this dream. Okay, so let's let's really think about this dream. Sounds simple. I dreamed that somebody came, dug up my yard, fixed it beautifully. And all of a sudden, I have a shower in my basement, and I'm showering, talking to a contractor. Not even shy. I'm just showering. No big deal. But I really liked my front yard. That's how change is. This sounds like a dream of gifting. And you were gifted this beautiful front yard that's in front of your house. And now just really think about this. Keep going forward because what's in front of you is beautiful. Change is okay. But good things are starting to go and float around in your mind for yourself. And you can take your life from good to great. Take the existing life you have. And you have really come a long way to where in your mind's eye, in your heart, you see you see a solid future, just like the solid wood fences that were put up that looked like fences to keep horses in, meaning you can handle your biggest ideas. You can handle good, good things. You're not going to push them away. You're not going to say, hey, this isn't for me. Something I found out, and I actually just jotted it down yesterday because it's been floating around in my mind for a while, was being okay guilt. When people have suffered for a long time, I'm one of them. I suffered for a long time in my life. From my marriage, my first marriage, then I was happy, and then my second marriage, Sterling was sick the whole time. It wasn't like I suffered because people were bad to me. It's that the circumstances that were before me were huge hurdles. And we all have that part of our lives that got us to where we are today. So I'm very grateful for that. But what happens to our brain once we're okay is we don't know how to shift gears. Like, oh, my God, I could breathe again. Wait, I'm really okay? Like, I'm really okay? Like, how? Like, well, wait a minute. Well, what about the people that aren't okay? How do I help them? How do I get to them? How do I? And you just don't know how to be okay. So you have to reel yourself in and start to say, you know what, I'm going to give back in these ways. But you can't give back yet because you're not settled where you're at. 
But then you start having dreams like these, where good things can happen, and you're okay with it, you accept it, and now your struggles are different. Your struggles are with acceptance, and your struggles are with growth from here on forward. And your dream is telling you, let go of being okay, guilt. Beautiful things can happen, and you can be okay in it. You are okay in it. No one even talked to you about paying for it. And you're thinking, how will I pay for this? I did not, I did not okay this because you're already trying to build your argument for how something beautiful can happen for you. But it can. But it can. The fact that you are taking a shower in your dream is that you washed away the old. You just washed it away. Cleanliness is next to godliness, right? It's always good to clean ourselves because while we are, we start to feel a sense of purity. Sometimes you could feel horrible, 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 and you go and you take a shower. It's almost impossible to feel so horrible while you're cleaning yourself. And here somebody just gifted you because they thought you'd like it. Dug up your whole yard, changed the whole appearance of the front of your home. It just is teaching you to trust that good things can happen and you could be okay in it all. You have to pay for everything. That people do nice things for you and to you. And it's okay. And you don't have to plan it. You don't, we can't plan these things. Change isn't planned. Change is something we become ready for as we evolve. So think about that. Change is not planned. We have to be ready for change. And we do that. How do we do it? It's by accepting the smaller changes in us along the way. And as we evolve, that's what happens. We start to grow towards that change. And then when it comes, it's not like we go from one day we're doing this to the next day everything has changed. Unless something huge happens or catastrophic happens. But other than that, it's a series of steps. And then by the time the change comes, it's a no-brainer. You have nowhere to go but that change. So people in your life can come back and you can see them in a different light like you did with the contractor. You have nothing to hide. You can talk from the shower. You can accept good that people can do with you, for you, or around you. And you can accept your own happiness. Great, great dream. Although it just sounds like that. Great dream. So thank you for sending that in. I have another dream that's anonymous. And it says, last night I had a crazy dream of which I don't remember much. But I remember I was facing a lot of stressful situations. Oh, wait. I have to read it. For some reason it wasn't giving me the rest of it. Okay. 
a lot of stressful situations. Last thing I remember, I was pregnant on my knees and praying for peace. All I wanted was peace. I woke up feeling relaxed and relieved. What a dream. First of all, pregnant and being on your knees. Humbleness and birthing life. I'm humble. I'm giving birth to a new phase of my life. And I crave peace. So all I wanted was peace. I woke up feeling relaxed and relieved. Accept the new. Stay humble. Because sometimes people can be really humble when they're down. And then the minute they're up and running again, they get way too high. They like bounce off a trampoline. And this is saying the peace is down here. It's not when you're bounced up in the air. That's not usually peaceful. You might think you're happy. You might be on a high. But the peaceful is how you are when you're not on the high. Peaceful is who you are when you're on your knees, when you're, when you're every day. Every day might feel like it's on its way to something bigger. But enjoy the everyday. Be in the moment. Because the real birthing of new ideas and of ideas that are already there that are growing is the process. All in the process. If we can have peace in the process, we will definitely have peace when we jump off the trampoline and we're up in the air doing great things. But you need the peace in every day. An example of what that looks like is I had a team come here and film. I was filming. I was going to film for two weeks. We filmed for five weeks. I ran out of clothes to wear. I, I ran out of things. I was getting tired. All this stuff was happening. But then they told me, I'm coming back. We're coming back in two months, and we're going to launch. So I thought to myself, wow, my most stressful part of them being here was I, I actually did not even have enough clothes to keep changing into Every time they told me every hour, you need to go change, you need to go change, you need to go change, so every class would have different clothes. So I'm thinking, okay, how do I prepare? Well, when I had my time to prepare, I know that I'm growing forward. I know that I'm going to be speaking. I know that I'm going to be doing all these things. I got ready. I'm done now. It took me a whole, now I want to say about two months month and a half since they left, to get ready, to be prepared. Because the peace was in my every day, which allowed me to cope with all the chaos that came when everybody was here and I had no time. I had to be prepared. And being on your knees and being pregnant, it's all about preparation. You cannot fast forward pregnancy. Think about that. You cannot fast forward pregnancy. It's like you're pregnant. You have to wait until the baby's ready to come out. You can't tell that baby when to come out. 
You're on your knees in humbleness. So all you can do is prepare while you're pregnant. There's even a term for for it. Right before a mother delivers a child, they go through a period called cocooning. It's, It's a documented period of time where you start getting ready for this child to be born. And you have this extreme nesting urge where you want to nest, you want to take care of. It's like amazing how great it feels to have that nesting urge because it's the only way you will be ready for the baby. And it's like God has this built-in plan, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to give this human being that's pregnant in the, in the eighth to ninth month all this energy to get everything ready, and you do have it. I moved in the last two weeks before my son was born. Granted, you, I worked so hard. He was born a week earlier, 10 days early, I think. He was born, oh, no, no, not that far, like six days early. He was born on the 20th, and I was due the 26th. So imagine. It's so cool. So just prepare. This is your time to prepare while there is peace. So when things start springboarding, you'll be okay. So, okay, thank you for that dream. I have another anonymous dream. Last dream for today. Um, I have two of them, but I won't have time, but we'll do one. In the first, we were holding a workshop, and I didn't want to meet you face-to-face, probably because of having negative intentions. But at the same time, I did, and I thought to myself, once in the lifetime, I am in the country and got the chance to meet Nadia Khalil, and then I do not want, wait, and then I do not let myself go. I suppose I decided to go anyways because I was told by you and a man was helping you run the workshops that for me, it wasn't, it wouldn't be a good idea to take part in them. Everybody was sitting in a circle. I asked why, and it made me want to take part more. I said that if not, we should be told the reason, such as was it too emotional, energetically, spiritually upheaving that I would not be able to withstand it. Then as part of the session, you took, my, you took me by my feet, I suppose, and everyone in the circle started moving around me in the circle while I was upside down in a crowd-surfing manner. It was kind of fun, but then my trousers started sliding down, i.e. upwards, and your fingers tickled me where you were holding um, at my belly. But then I told you you started tickling me on purpose when you knew I didn't like it, and that felt so real that I woke up at 2.16 a.m., but I asked God to wake me up on time at 3 p.m. or 3 a.m. because I needed to catch a flight so early. So I want you to think about this dream. And it might look like it had to do with me and a workshop I was doing. But in real life, in real life, your feelings about what you do may not be very positive at first. But somehow you put yourself in a situation and then it becomes about what everyone is doing to you as opposed to you being a part of a group. And so it's telling you that you need your own level of time and attention that you don't like to move as a group with people. 
you start having all these thoughts that separate you, that make you think the person who's running the workshop doesn't want you there. And I'm going to tell you now, because I do do a lot of workshops, the, the person who's running the workshop doesn't take a look at everyone that's there and think who should be there and who shouldn't be there. I never, ever once had that thought, ever. What I do think is when there are people around, let's say, I think, God, I hope that they get what they came for because when they leave, they leave by themselves. And I want to enrich their experience. So what this dream tells me is that sometimes we're so deep into our heads, it's all about us, what's happening to us, what's coming at us, why, and we never get the experience that we went for. So wherever you are today in your life, wherever you choose to go, it's, it's, you might want to build a bridge from in your head to out of your head. And instead of thinking what everyone is doing to you or thinking about you, think about why you're there, why you chose to be there, and what you want to go home with. It's, it's a shift. It's a shift in thought. It's not about whether you're good enough. It's whether or not the places you go are right for you. Because the people around you aren't thinking about how to take away from you or whether or not you're good enough or whether or not you're bad enough or whatever it is. That's all you. It has nothing to do with the people around you. They don't even see it coming until your energy enters the room. So make better decisions on where you choose to be as opposed to other people deciding whether or not you are good enough to be there or not. Self-empowerment, baby. Just go for it. You guys, I have questions tomorrow. I will see you then. I already ran out of time. Thanks for your dreams. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.